0: little jingle jangle we're singing again today so buckle up
1: (laughs) (laughs) i love we always somehow incorporate singing now every every episode i i feel like it's just so natural we can't help it we just have to sing
0: yeah especially on a day like today. I know in Minnesota, it's dreary. In Buffalo, it's
1: dreary, rainy, not a peep of sun outside. So we need to perk up somehow. And Minnesota still has a ton of snow. We don't normally get as much snow as we did this year. And then it's cold as shit here. So nothing ever melts. In one area of our yard, we still have probably three feet of snow. Anyways, Kathleen had a cold all last week. You're still kind of feeling it i feel like i don't know something about the end of the season colds
0: every year i think i've come out of the winter season without getting like seriously sick and then it's always end of fucking march i get blasted with like a horrible sinus infection flu or like something that like i just can't shake i find it so annoying because we're almost at the finish line it's almost spring and i'm just like hacking up a lung and now i'm
1: sick yeah we're just annoyed I know we're super annoyed this morning, but you know what? We're powering through. We're trying to. (laughs) But you know what? We're still singing. We're still plugging along. (laughs) We're still going to sing. Oh, my God. Sorry, I had to blow my nose really bad. Oh, that's all right. Blow away, girl. Get it out. Well, I guess enough of us bitching and complaining about our colds and stuff, but we're just keeping it simple today, guys. We're going to be digging into some Bravo. TV. You guys all have to watch some sort of show on Bravo, whether it's Below Deck, Real Housewives, Vanderpump Rules. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <Something>. <laughs> Everybody watches freaking Bravo. The other day, Carmen turned on the TV and Bravo was on again, and he was like, you have a Bravo problem. And I was like, oh, okay, because I watch Two hours a week. You have sports on twenty four fucking seven. Don't you have a sports problem? Go to freaking rehab for sports addiction. Okay. They re-
0: no, they really do need to go to
1: rehab for <laughs> their obsession with sports. Like, don't
0: even come for me. Right. With the Bravo shit. Uh uh-uh. uh. I know Scott like hates the Real Housewives. He thinks it's so dumb, and he's like, all this drama is just like a toxic negative energy in this house. Every time you have it on, and I'm like, I don't fucking care. It's You're my guilty toxic pleasure. With your sports all day he is oh yeah if the team loses he's slamming his hands on stuff like getting aggressive and i'm like you you need to exit the house if you continue to get this crazy over a football team losing it's sometimes it's not even the bills oh you know what you know what i'm gonna stop right now because i will go on like a 20 minute rant about (laughs) fucking scott and the sports and nobody wants to hear it so let's move on
1: (laughs) No, but I I know exactly what you're saying, though, because freaking he said that just yesterday. It pissed me off. And he says it all the time or with the Kardashians. You have a Kardashians oh. problem. I'm like, OK, well, the fact that they um, only have one brand new episode uh, per week. So I watch it one hour per yes. week. But when you have a day off, you're turning on this live podcast that talks about sports, and then you're watching this show about sports, and then this show about sports, and then you're watching a documentary about sports, and then you're watching replays of old games about sports. You know what? Get the fuck out of here.
0: The sports content is constantly flowing. It's not just the games. It's these commentators have to talk about the games. I say that to him all the time. I'm like, why can't they just play the games and then you hear them talk during the game and you make your own assessments? Why do they have to then have the after show, the before show, and discussing everything? But also now that I think about it, I guess the Housewives does that with like... (laughs) Watch
1: what happens live. Watch what happens live with Andy, yeah. You're right. Are there any pre-shows I wonder? Or is just watching the rerun of the previous episode, the pre show and then watch what happens live as the post show the post show okay well I'll be perfectly honest with you all the
0: real housewives of New Jersey drama I don't even care about the show right now I am like over consuming all like the bloggers and the podcasts. like Melissa's going on all these podcasts Jacqueline Loretta from back in the day is now spilling tea really like the Oh, my God. She went on Teresa's podcast. Jacqueline Loretta and Teresa posted a picture together in Vegas. They went out for a lunch. And, I mean, that's like a broke the internet moment for me. I was like, holy fucking shit. (laughs) Jacqueline's an OG. And they were, like, best friends before the show, too. But, anyways, they posted... After this huge falling out 10 years ago, they're together and then Jacqueline went on Teresa's podcast to spill some tea about like what really went on back in the day with Melissa Gorga, her sister-in-law. So I am living for
1: the fucking drama right now. Because just the other day, you were like, I knew Melissa's always been toxic. I've always known that something's going on. So I want to actually hear about that because I used to watch New Jersey back in the day with Jacqueline, like the OG crew. I turned it on a couple of weeks ago, and I just told you, I turned it on again. And I'm like, God damn it, it's the same freaking episode. And it's when they're having, Melissa is having the luau, and they're making fun of the a couple of the girls' nose jobs and joe is pouring liquor in everybody's mouths i'm like god damn it why does it have to be the same episode but i didn't know who a couple of the newer girls were um and i've always i've always loved melissa and Mm -hmm. then you texted me that saying oh no i've always known she was fucking toxic so tell me tell me about this
0: Okay, let me clarify. I actually really did like her a lot because I think she is very likable. And just by contrast with Teresa, Teresa's just so fucking crazy. She's easier to like, you know, she's just trying to have a good time. So who wouldn't like her? But as the years went on, and you know, I follow her on Instagram, I was kind of like just getting the vibe. It was over quarantine. And I'm like, this bitch is kind of really full of herself, and I'm kind of over it. So I did a rewatch during quarantine and I was like, this bitch is of all full of seasons. herself. All the seasons from the beginning up until that point and I and I was almost watching it through a different lens and I'm like oh I don't vibe with people that are like overly full of themselves we're all for that main character energy shit feeling good looking good you know me and Cassie we've talked about we love the fashion and everything but there's something about people that just go over the top with it it's almost like an egotistical thing main character energy on steroids I guess Yeah,
1: well, and there's a difference between, like, owning it, being genuine. Like, you can do all of that, for sure. But then, you know, like you're saying, when you're taking it more of, like, just, like, you're just, like, being a cocky asshole about it, that's different. A thousand percent different. And, like, you don't see anybody else but yourself. Or, like you were saying earlier, you know, like, sometimes the way she poses or, like, on her TikToks, like, she'll be kind of covering other people up in the pictures, in a sense, I cannot stand when you're posing with
0: another person or posing in a group and somebody puts their leg in front of the person next to them. I think that is such an aggressive posture. I can't, it it like annoys the shit out of me. Like, no, I am the star of the show here. You be in the background. I don't like that energy. How tall is she? I don't think she's that tall. She's probably like average height. I was going to say, how are her legs even reaching out that far in front of the other person? (laughs) because she's extending. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) It's an aggressive posture. You can stand with your friends and feel good and know that you look good without being at the detriment to anybody else. So like I was starting to see a lot of that shit on her Instagram. I don't fucking vibe with it. When I did the rewatch, I'm like, I'm so over her. And then I started noticing, which is what's been called out lately, the producers always gave her a really, really, really good edit compared to everybody else. I would notice like she would, do certain things and it just got like swept under the rug but then another cast member would do it and it's like this big huge ordeal i'm like wait a minute you just did that last episode i'm like these fucking producers are gaslighting us
1: (laughs) (laughs) i can see you spiraling going down a rabbit of like you said like going to back to the podcast you're now you're reading all the blogs you want to know like everything like the ins and the outs (laughs) <laughs> You're going to solve this mystery,
0: this puzzle. Well, just recently, in like the recent seasons, and I've seen this happen before with her. She literally, okay, so she's sitting with the one friend, Jackie. Jackie's talking shit on one of the new cast members, like not nice things, like, you know, just girls gossiping, whatever. Melissa literally goes to the new girl and was like, Hey, I just want to let you know this girl, Jackie, was saying this about you. Basically, oh my like, God. Yes. Right. and Okay. So she did it twice that I've seen so far. One of the times incited like a riot between two of the women and they're screaming at each other at the dinner. It was Margaret and Jennifer Aiden and Melissa, it was all Melissa's fault because she repeated something that was said to her in confidence to the person. And Melissa's sitting there like, like covering her mouth with her napkin and like laughing to the person next to her. Like, Oh my God, these girls are just so crazy. And I'm like, Oh, Okay, I'm sorry if I'm a Bravo producer. At some point, I need to tell another house I have to call this bitch out. You, you are the reason these two are fighting. Why did you have to repeat
1: what was said? That was so ridiculous. Because you hear all the time once shows end that. They, these cast members come out and they're like, the producers, you know, set this up. They told me, you know, that I had to say this. And now you're so far into it. You're just going to say whatever because you want to keep the entertainment going because this is how you're making bank. This is how you're making your money. But it's kind of like you're selling your soul because now, oh, yeah, you're, you in real life, I would hope, would never just go to the next person and be like, yeah, so, um, Teresa said this about you and like, like it's no big deal.
0: And here's my, my thing. You're probably right. I'm sure a producer is telling her to do it. Who knows? Who really knows? I mean, I think it's pretty well confirmed at this point in reality TV that producers dictate a lot of what happens that probably wouldn't happen in real life. So we know that. Here's the thing that annoys me. Other women have done this. They received information from a cast member and then took that information and told the person that they were talking about. And it's a huge fucking ordeal with everybody. Why is Melissa able to do it and not the other people? So I've been noticing that shit too. And I was like, she's got favoritism. I don't like that.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I see
0: through it. I see through it. You should write in to the people of Bravo. So I have been for years, anytime I do see like a person talk shit on Melissa, I would tag Ant- Andy Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> be like attention. Because it was like... I I needed justice for, like, not even for Teresa, but to expose Melissa. I'm like, this bitch is not who she she says she is. She's way more articulate than Teresa. Teresa's a dumb fuck. So that's how she's always able to come out, like, looking like roses. I go, but fuck that. She's phony baloney. (laughs) I'm way too invested in this. (laughs) I love how you tag Andy. And you know me, Cassie, I never do
1: shit like that. No, you don't. No, you <laughs> I don't. Know. I do that stuff, but you I know. never do. So that's never. why it's even more
0: hysterical. I know. It's how much it was aggravating me because I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I felt tricked. I felt tricked by her. I really did. Like I said, she comes off like she's this, oh, whatever, lighthearted, easy breezy, carefree type bitch. But really, like, you're not at all. Like, you're just tricking everybody. And I've had that happen to me in real life. So I
1: think that's why it's just so triggering for me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. You're triggered. I can tell. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like Justice
0: is finally being served this year because they're all saying that she probably is not going to be on next year because she didn't go to Teresa's wedding. Right. I wanted to know what Jacqueline had to say about the tea, though. Okay, so Jacqueline's Tea is pretty interesting. She confirmed what this old Real Housewives producer, Carlos King, confirmed on his podcast, that Melissa and Joe never told Teresa that they were coming on the show. So this has been a big debate between the two of them. for like Since they came on, Teresa's whole stance was, you never told me you were coming on the show, my own family. She is saying now, I never wanted them on the show because we were not in a good place. And I saw how reality TV can break up families because it just happened with, you know, the Manzos with Dina. And she's like, I did not want them on the show for that reason. They came on behind my back and they have said, Melissa and Joe, all these years, that's a lie. She knew. Well, Carlos King, the old Marvel producer, and Jack Lumburlarita, to answer your question, confirmed Teresa did not know. So Melissa's been no. lying this entire time. That's a big. That's a big key component because it exposes her <laughs> as a not show. a carefree, easy breezy girl, but as a manipulative liar. <laughs> I'm all for justice. I, I'm i telling you, Cassie, I hate these type of people that play victim in drama that they cause. I can't fucking stand people like that. This goes beyond Melissa Gorga in the Real yeah. House of New Jersey. Yeah. I'll, now let we're let me taking just another turn. There. I think that, obviously this is why I'm so upset. But her downfall, I am I love it. I'm sorry. I'm getting the popcorn out in my wine. Oh. Not really wine because I'm not drinking lately. I get my Stanley cup out with my salt water. <laughs> Oh, my God.
1: Well, you better pop champagne when it all goes down. It'll be worth the migraine. Yeah. (laughs) Really? Just to watch Melissa Gorga go down. Have you
0: heard about Caroline Manzo's drama? No. Tell me. Girl, it was supposed to go on her last season, but for some reason, they didn't put it out there. Maybe because she was leaving. It was just like, what's the point? But for as high and mighty and judgmental as Caroline was through all the seasons she was on there, turns out her husband has had a longtime girlfriend almost for the entirety of their marriage. (gasps) No way! I think, I mean... Last I checked, like she was still around. I think her name was Jill. They talked on the show about how they had an apartment above that brownstone that they owned and operated. And he basically would live there with her part time, the girlfriend. Yeah. And Caroline knows. So it's like, you want to know what, bitch? You're so judgmental. Just all the mean things that she said over the years. And I used to buy it, too. Like, Caroline's just that tough mom type of vibe that I totally fell for. And then I found out, girl, you got your own fucking drama going on. Who who the hell are you to judge? And I mean, like I said, they were going to expose it that last season, but they just didn't because what's the point? and you can tell because at that reunion andy kind of alludes to it he's like do you think your husband has ever cheated on you and she makes this off the wall comment like waves it off like andy we've been together for decades i'm sure things have happened like you never i mean i'm not, he's like are you saying it has she's like no i'm not saying anything i'm just saying you know when people have been together for so long things happen it's like, what? Like, just dancing around, like, not an- answering the question, but after all of her fucking venom that she would spew at everybody else, it's like, are you kidding me? Like, why are you not in the hot seat? And that's how I fucking feel about Melissa. Melissa's never in the fucking hot seat.
1: Yeah, and I and I feel like, you know, a lot of women turn their, turn their head to this kind of stuff, especially mm. if you are in the spotlight. But even if you're not in the spotlight, like, even if you're just in wealthy and you have a lot of money or your husband has a lot of money white lotus um i don't know if you watched that yes. show oh yeah i thought that was so interesting the way she handled that the second season you know he all he does is cheat and everything and she just well he gives me what i want and i don't have to you know i don't have to worry about a divorce now and i just keep i do what i want and that's that you're over there doing your thing, and I'm over here living my best life, so it's all good in the hood. There are a lot of relationships, I feel like, that are actually like that. They don't want to rock the boat because there's a lot of money involved, and that spouse can then do whatever they want, travel wherever they want, buy whatever they want, and they just you know pretend like it's not happening.
0: Oh, it's definitely a real thing. And last season, Jennifer Aiden got called out for that. Well, she'd been getting called out for certain things. And then Margaret exposed... She said, everybody knows that Bill cheated on you.
1: Yes. Okay, so I do know all of this stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I'm going to give my unpopular opinion number two for Real Houses of New Jersey. Everybody (laughs) hates Jennifer Aiden, but I have always found her to be fucking hilarious. I think she is so entertaining. I think, similar to Teresa, stuff that comes out of her mouth, it's like, oh my God. But I really do think she gets such a bad edit. So that whole thing got exposed. She gets Dragged through the muck about how much she, you know, was judgmental over Margaret's life and Margaret's mother's life and cheating and stuff, and then oh, it's similar to Caroline. We'll look at you. Who are you to judge? Like your husband cheated on you. So same thing. But my whole thing is okay. Jen Aiden got dragged through the through the coals for that, but other people aren't. Is like my whole point, and I'm getting kind of sick of that with Jersey. It's very clear that there are favorites and they need to knock
1: it off. I don't I'm over it. And she Jennifer seems like such a great mom and her She does. I, I almost feel bad because now it's she is starting to talk more and more about how her her relationship yeah. isn't that great with her husband and she's starting to put her foot down with him which I'm proud of her for. Me too. Me too. Because apparently he like tells her she's a bad mom if the kids get below an A plus on their homework or they didn't feel like going to their piano lessons that day or whatever it is then he if she doesn't have everybody being on like honor roll plus 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 or something then he gives her shit about it
0: he gives her shit about it yeah i didn't hear him say she was a bad mom i didn't see that anywhere but what she said on the show was that he expects basically excellence from his kids and he doesn't want his kids to be average. And he's kind of calling out Jen, like if this is how you parent them, they'll just be average and I'm not okay with that. And of course, Jen is her response. Don't talk about my kids, you know, whatever. That's a pretty harsh thing to say that the two of them have to figure out. But yes, I did see that they were in therapy. I got to tell you their fucking therapy session. I don't know if you saw it, but it was yeah, (laughs) It was fucking throwing me, just going blah, 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 on and on. The therapist goes, I'm not hearing much from Bill. <laughs> and yes. then she's like, yes, Janet, this is my life. <laughs> yes. yes. I was in stitches, but it just made me laugh so hard. And then at dinner... She's, like, ragging on him because he doesn't defend her, like, in the moment. She's like, these women are attacking me, and you just stand there. And his explanation was, well, I'm trying to defuse the situation. And she's like, for who? He's like, for you. I'm trying to defuse the situation for you. And she's like, well, I don't want it diffused. He's like, you <laughs> want me to, to get in and start, like, screaming at these women? She's like, yes, Bill, that's <laughs>
1: <laughs> Say what you will about her, but that is fucking good TV. I'm sorry. Yeah, I do, I do like her. The new girl, I don't remember her name, but she has long dark hair. She has three little babies. Um Rachel Fuda. Yeah, I don't know my <laughs> You know their last names, everything. Do you know their middle names too? <laughs>
0: it's on the fucking screen when you ask it. like Rachel Fuda. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I've been listening and reading a lot of shit. Yeah. So what's up with her? I couldn't really get a read on her when I was watching her. I'm like, I don't know how I feel about her yet. But supposedly, behind the scenes, BTS, her husband's business is like with tiles or something. And they gave all this material to the Gorgas for free in exchange for getting on the show. But I think what I'm seeing now is whatever happened there. Like I'm sure part of that whole like off the record deal was that Rachel had to kiss Melissa's ass, which I'm starting to see a little bit more of.
1: Oh my God. Now Mm -hmm. that could get muddy. Real quick.
0: And this is all alleged. This isn't, nobody knows this
1: for fact. <laughs> Here I am, freaking, I watched two episodes in a long time and I'm like Googling what everybody does for a living. How do, how do <laughs> these people have money when, and I'm not finding straight answers. Little do I know, I just need to freaking come to you. <laughs> I got all the answers. Because <laughs> I do. I'm so intrigued and curious at what everybody does or how did they get rich or what do they own. Like the one blonde, she's super duper skinny. I think she has an eating disorder. I forget her name. Yeah,
0: That's Jackie.
1: Yeah. That's Jackie. Okay. So she uh, was an attorney for a really mm-hmm. long time. Yep. Wow. Yeah. And then they she said she got out of that. She got out of law and started doing some more investment type stuff. And she has some house that she rents out for like sixty thousand dollars a month or something. And I'm just like, holy shit. So yeah, I've been Googling like everybody what they do. I wanna know
0: everything. I know. She's got family money too. She made her husband sign a prenup.
1: Oh, good for her.
0: Yeah. Um, I know. I get confused how some of these people have money. Um I mean, the Gorgas, like people are coming out of the woodwork saying that he owes money all over town. He doesn't pay his vendors because he's in construction. But and I've been seeing that for years. And again, none of this is ever shown on TV. Like they had one person one season come on and make a comment like Joe Gorga owes my husband money. And she told, this girl told Jennifer Aiden and somehow Jennifer Aiden got blamed in this whole thing for like, well, you would, you're, ta- you talking about it with other people, but like, why isn't, what is, who cares? Like, why isn't Melissa in the hot seat for like, I mean, that's a storyline right there. They. They say she's got no storyline. This bitch has storyline for days. Producers won't
1: show it for whatever reason. I don't know. Huh. That is crazy. I think that um, you should go to the reunion and be live in the audience and just start like <laughs> yelling yelling out. shit
0: out. <laughs> I could probably have my own fucking podcast about the Real Housewives of New Jersey no I'm kidding I don't I know. I've just been like consuming it non-stop I've always just watched the show but the past month or so I in my fucking algorithm they're just showing me these bloggers and I'm like I just I keep going down the rabbit hole like I gotta know more and I need to validate my opinion about Melissa that I've had for a couple of years that nobody has agreed with until now well, now, everybody sees. Yes. You, you
1: are claiming it right now that you saw it first.
0: I have the receipts to prove I've been saying Melissa sucks for years. <laughs> if anybody cares, no one cares. <laughs> Let me tell you something nobody
1: gives a shit about. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I know you don't watch Vanderpump Rules. I don't, but, but you I need to. Fucking have to. So. My good friend, Nicole, she heard from her coworker, like all the drama that's going on. She's like, what is this show? And so she started watching, but she just started watching, I think, from season seven. So only the last couple of seasons, she wanted to get there quick so she could, you know, get to the current season like ASAP because of all of the drama, biggest drama drama bravo in the history of ever is happening right now i know i still send you all of the shit even though you haven't watched it
0: you don't need to send it to me i've been reading about it and watching yeah. all the videos like i'm learning all the characters a lot of these girls have very bizarre names i mean i knew about lala but like there's like a Shayna or a Shenna with a s-c-h-e-a-n-a i'm like it's what is she sheena. sheena sheena it's not
1: that it's not that weird,
0: <laughs> are you kidding me? I saw that name? I'm like, what this isn't real, and did you know that raquel? her real name is Rachel, oh yeah, I know, <laughs> yeah, come on with these names I
1: know, so I told Nicole though once she gets caught up with this season, she does need to go back to the first and watch it from the start because that's when like. I mean, I know Stassi and Jax were on up until, I think, season seven. But Stassi is one of my favorites. Her little princess bitchy attitude did used to annoy me. But I love her now. And I love her Instagram right now. She has the cutest little daughter. But she's not on it anymore. Jax isn't on it anymore. Kristen's not on it anymore. But I think it's supposed to come back because of all of this drama. They're allowing her to come back. So those three, I think, were fired. I know Kristen and Stassi were for sure fired because – of something that they posted on Instagram, like, 15 years ago. Yeah. So they got they got fired. And I think Jack's too, I don't know. But anyways, I loved them. But what's going on now, as you know, so Raquel slash Rachel is kind of giving me vibes when you were talking and describing Melissa, how you said, oh, everyone thinks she's so innocent. She played, like, so innocent all the time. Yeah. Like the victim, I'm the most perfect princess little girl. Um, And then now one little thing happens and now you start seeing it all. And that's exactly what's fucking happening with Raquel. I mean, not even just that the affair came out with her and Tom, but you start seeing in the episodes leading up to all of this that she is a sneaky little bitch. Yeah, all the subtle
0: signs. so easy to miss with these types of people.
1: Yes, and she was always kind of annoying, but I did feel bad for her. She was bullied a lot on the show in the beginning, and Lala kind of makes her feel – calls her stupid all the time because of (laughs) the way that she talks. Like on one of the most recent episodes, Raquel is standing there talking, and she's having a hard time getting words out, like me, so I feel for her. But Lala goes – can you put a sentence together? Think real hard. Are you going to put a sen- think real hard put a sentence together? Oh, that's not nice. But maybe she knew something. So they're all coming out now saying I called this. I called this shit. Lala has said I've seen through her fake fakeness all along. Thank you that she was on the show just to try and get famous and now she's letting it get to her head she has no friends apparently outside of the show maybe like a couple but no friends on the show and obviously especially not now because of the drama and everyone's saying that they saw this shit coming with her and tom so another episode that just aired raquel was supposed to be at katie maloney's divorce party they go somewhere in nevada And they are having like a girls weekend. Well, Lala and Raquel had a nice moment, but then they got into it later on. Go figure. So the next morning, Raquel comes outside and she's like, so I'm leaving and I don't like the way that you talk to me. And so I'm leaving because I don't need this. And she just said it like so weird. And then she leaves and then she, oh, and then she goes, and... And you know, this was producers getting in her head. So she's telling Katie, Lala, and this other girl, Christina Kelly. And she goes, And I'm going to meet Tom and Tom tonight. And that's Katie's ex husband and Ariana's boyfriend. And she's like, I'm going to meet them tonight. And Lala and Katie are like, Fucking good. Like, ew. It's supposed to be Guy's Night. Like, why are you going to that? So yeah. they show up and then Tom Sandoval, the loser, he's always been such a douchebag. I can't stand He up. looks like a douchebag. Such a douchebag. Knowing nothing about him. Major douchebag vibes. Yeah. Oh yeah. I caught that. Yeah. So he she shows up to Guy's Night and
0: <laughs> oh. That's Pick Me Girl energy. Showing up to Guy's Night.
1: Yes, and so then Tom Sandoval goes, Raquel, what happened? Come on, talk to me. Tell me what happened, and then apparently that is allegedly when it all started, even though she was kissing Um. the other Tom. She was kissing Tom Schwartz at Sheena's wedding, allegedly, but apparently all of this was just to cover up what was going on behind the scenes, and the start of it was that guy's night. Mm-hmm. With her in scandaval That's what we're calling it, Scandiball.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, how long were Tom, Scandaval and Ariana together? And were they married? Because that's a detail I can't
1: seem to find. Not married. Okay. She actually doesn't want to get married, and she doesn't want children. And he always did. So for a long time, and they've been together for, I think, a little over 10 years. Wow. That is a long Oh long God. ass time. Oobly. And a lot of people said they're never gonna make it because they want different things in life. He wanted to get married, he wants kids, and she didn't. But we talked about this before with, like, Cassie and P. Diddy and a couple other famous people. Watch Ariana come out on the other side of this and get married and have beautiful babies and be, like, the best mom ever. It was just because she was at that fucking douchebag forever, She was with the wrong guy. So,
0: you know what? If you are in a relationship like that, you have to, at some point, like, walk away. I think it's so crazy when things aren't working in a relationship and your solution is to cheat.
1: Now he's coming out saying, Ariana and our relationship has been over for years. Okay, so why the fuck were you with her? Like, that's his excuse as to why he did it. But okay, then why were you with her for years? And you guys just bought a house just a couple of years ago together. Oh, there. just
0: stop pipe up. down you fucked up everybody knows everybody hates you go into your corner and sit there and stare at the wall for 15 minutes like just shut up with your dumb excuses that's so dumb now is Rachel Raquel released any statements about this yet <laughs> oh. Raquel <laughs> um. stupid ass names your name's Rachel I'm sorry real quick do you remember oh my god I don't know if I should say her name I you know what I won't say who it's related to but there was a girl that I met. She had the most basic bitch name you could possibly have as an 80s baby. Her name was Andrea. But she tells everybody, no, it's pronounced Andrea. So we had to call this bitch Andrea. I'm like, no, you're so pretentious. Your name is fucking Andrea. You got a basic bitch name. It is what it is. Just roll with it. So and this Raquel, same thing. Your name is Rachel. Another basic bitch name. That's it. Rachel. It's not Raquel.
1: That is so annoying. That that to me says it all. Right. And it's different than like, because Lala, obviously her real name is not Lala, but that's like her character name. That's what she, her nickname was like, and she, she owns it. It's totally different than coming in and pretending like, like everybody knows Lala is not her real name, but everyone thought that Ra- Rachel's real name was Raquel. She just changed a letter. Lala's real
0: name is probably Ashley or something. And yeah, she chose Lala for a stage name, or maybe I know um you know the girl that's married to ice Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So her real name is Nicole, but she has said like a million times that her nickname is Coco from like being like a little girl. And then that just became like her stage name. Like, I think that is super cute. But to just change one letter and a basic <laughs> name to something that sounds very fancy is so fucking transparent. Like it just it all makes sense that this bitch is hooking up with your man. And that's what she did to her name.
1: So, on that same episode where they're down in Nevada for Katie's divorce party, Raquel gets drunk, and it's weird because you do kind of feel bad for her at certain times, but she gets drunk, she comes into the bedroom where Lala and Katie are, and Lala doesn't drink, so she's annoyed at how hammered Raquel is, because Raquel was making out with somebody that night who's married, And so Lala goes, Raquel, you need to go to bed, girl. Like, you're hammered. And I would never trust you around my man. And Raquel comes back and says, well, good thing you don't have a man then.
0: (gasps) (laughs) So she's not as innocent as she claims to be because
1: that's a pretty witty comeback. Right. So then she has a panic attack in the car and she's crying and sobbing. But then later on that night, her and Lala get into a major argument about who's the mistress, if Lala's a mistress or not, of Randall. And oh, my God, it's just so much crazy stuff because Lala's ex-husband, Randall Emmett, he has his own shit going on. And I do feel bad for Lala, but I don't know if you've read anything about that.
0: I heard something about how he bought her a car, but it was really like he bought it for somebody else or it was like a re-gift or something. I may be getting this story wrong. I heard that on like early days of Call Her Daddy.
1: Yeah. So there was something with the Land Rover. Yeah. Or the yeah. Range Rover. Yeah. But – they're divorced now because it came out that he was a producer, a movie producer. There was all this drama that he owed 50 Cent a ton of money. 50 Cent was blasting him because 50 Cent is awesome on Instagram and he just blasts everybody. But then all this other shit started coming out saying that he owes all these people money. And now his, and I forget the exactly what they call it, but it was something like uh, couch casting, I think they call it. Where you're just pretending to cast people, but really you are like trafficking women, oh. and so he was—he's he, in deep shit
0: oh, right now. Oh, like, I
1: scary. should say so. That's some real fucking shit. Whoa. And so he owes a ton of people money. He had several girlfriends. He's engaged right now. He got engaged like a week after him and Lala split up. Ew. He is in extreme debt, not just owing people money like 50 cent or anything, but like extreme debt. There's a whole freaking thing about it. You got to Google it. You have to Google it. It's so interesting. So there's a lot of drama that goes on in Vanderpump Rules
0: on its own. I am planning at some point to start it from the beginning. I like to start things from the beginning. I don't like coming in mid-season. I got to know the story from day one. But, you know, I don't know what moral of the story. And I'm putting my little waggy finger up. (laughs) The truth always exposes itself, even if it takes years I mean, honestly, like if you are pretending to be somebody you're not and you're playing victim in a situation where you caused turmoil, like legit turmoil for somebody else, it's only a matter of time before you get exposed.
1: Well, yeah, because those types of people... They just keep it going. They think they're untouchable, so they keep it going. They don't think that, you know, anybody can stop them. And -hmm. that's like with this whole Raquel and Tom scandal thing. Because it's been going on since summer, apparently. I heard it was like nine months or some shit like that. That's a long time. After a party, when Ariana went to bed, him and Raquel were hooking up on the couch, like in the next room when Ariana was sleeping there. And then the reason why Ariana found out is because she was at one of Tom's shows with his stupid painted fingernails, and he was up there singing, like, the douchebag that he is. I mean, singing is not douchebaggy, but the way he does, if you've ever seen him perform, it's, it's disgusting. Okay. You just, ugh, Oh, my God. Like, you want to throw up. Like, get a life.
0: That mustache is not helping his No.
1: So, she was recording him with his phone at his show, and she saw... A video of Raquel doing provocative things on his phone. Oh, my
0: God. Uh So that's how he got caught. Yeah. Or they got caught.
1: Oh, you asked me if Raquel has said anything public. She, I think, did put out some sort of a half-ass apology, just like Tom Sandoval did. But what she's doing, playing victim, like you said, Melissa did. Mm-hmm. She's playing victim. She put a restraining order on Sheena, saying that Sheena punched her. <laughs> well, now everybody goes back through because she did. Have, there was a picture of like her having like a dark eye. Now everybody is coming out like the people that are hardcore ariana fans now and hate raquel they went back through all of her instagram and videos tiktoks everything she just has dark circles under her eyes so now all these videos come out in pictures of her just without makeup on and it looks like she has a punched eye every single time so she yeah that is fucked up
0: well first of all oh my god Our generation must just have nothing to do. I mean, people will (laughs) deep motherfucking dive they will get down years deep to like get receipts. I've seen so many Vanderpump Rules stuff where people are like, I, that's how I found out her name is really Rachel. Somebody dug up her high school photo with the name. It's like, wow. Really? How? How do you find this shit? Damn, people are really invested. You guys think I'm invested. I'm not, certainly not to that level. My goodness. But the second thing is what really aggravates me is these people are so aggressive about, changing and controlling the narrative i've been researching lately like how can you tell the difference between a person playing victim and like a true blue victim yeah And I've been reading the best way to spot it is a fake victim will talk about the people like or the person and try to demonize them, you know, like kind of ruin their character. But a true blue victim talks about like the trauma they endured, like how it all affected them, you know, because I'm like, man, people just are out there lying so fucking intensely like how do we protect ourselves against people like that that are so self-involved and self-focused like their needs and wants are priority over everyone and everything around them no matter what the cost and if you're not on board with with that then they're coming for you and they play the victim like "Oh, this person did these horrible things and they make up all these lies
1: to control the narrative it's so shitty yeah yeah and I feel like that's you know, growing up, like don't play the victim. I that's how we grew up. You know, don't play the victim, and so that almost makes it even weirder to tell somebody. You know, you never want to be perceived as you are playing the victim, even with Carmen or something. You know, like. I have something I want to say, but you have to say it in a way – and this is what I'm telling myself, like, oh, you better say it in a way where you don't sound like you're trying vulnerable. to play victim here. Yeah, and so there's like a fine line between all of that, but obviously it's completely different than somebody legitimately playing victim in this aspect. Well, but no,
0: I see what you're saying because – when you're actually a victim of, you know, some emotional abuse or whatever is happening in your life, you're not going to just shout it from the hilltops. I'm of the victim. That's another difference too. the liars. They have no problem. And you know, these people, they tell these like wild stories about horrible things, people, other people did to them, but they're talking about it so casually. And to me, like there's something missing here because if this genuinely happened to you, A, you'd probably feel a little embarrassed to just talk about it with anybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? And B, like, where's the emotion? Like, where's, like, you know, like, I'm so hurt and beat down. Like, you can read it on people's faces. Like, I'm just, this is the, like, the older I get type of thing that I'm, like, realizing. Like, the difference between someone who really has been hurt and someone who is trying to hurt somebody else under the guise of they've been hurt.
1: Yes. I yep. hate
0: these people, Cassie. We should do a whole episode on it because it really aggravates me
1: yeah yeah let's get to it next week (laughs) (laughs) let's do it so yeah guys you know if you need any more information on any of the bravo shows (laughs) write us in let us know i i love it though because a couple of our followers or people that we follow on our Bear and Below page, they'll, they've posted about Vanderpump Rules. And so family. I'll message them or, yeah. So then I was chatting with um, Bella Brands. She does the earrings. Mm-hmm. I was chatting with her about it and stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, did you see the video that TMZ put out? And she's like, yeah, I watched it like 10 times. I go, me too? Because we were trying to see if we could hear exactly what Tom Sandoval and Raquel were saying outside of the reunion. And I'm like, <laughs> it's so stupid oh no but it's awesome at the same time (laughs) i know yeah and then i'm like oh he's smoking i didn't know he smoked cigarettes and i know he said the f word a few times and then raquel's just sitting on there with her little bambi deer eyes and just like like, oh oh,
0: poor me Uh, like bitch you fucked your friend's longtime boyfriend what did you think was going to happen yeah oh my god
1: so yeah write us in guys if you need any other bravo info we're here also andy cohen if you're listening to this have me and kathleen on what happens live please watch what happens live or maybe if andy offers real houses a buffalo that would entice you to move
0: home Ooh, yes. Let me tell you something. If I was on that show, I would not be the entertainment Scott and Natalie would because they are insane. Natalie's insane. Scott is, oh my God, he's so entertaining, all the shit that he does. He's he's texting me now telling me he wants lunch because his card got canceled because we had another fraud alert. So he's like, my card doesn't work. Can you bring me lunch? And I'm like, well, no, because I'm busy today. And he goes... (laughs) The beast likes to eat right at high noon. (laughs) The (laughs) devil. (laughs) He's telling me to go to Dash's and get him a fish fry. For lunch? A fish fry for lunch. Well, all I have to say for our quote of the day is prostitution whore.
1: Oh my god. Prostitution whore?
0: You are f***ing engaged 19 times? (laughs)
1: Woo! That bitch is crazy. All right. That was our quote of the episode. (laughs) One like you've never heard before and probably won't hear another one
0: like that. (laughs) It's not a very uplifting happy quote, but we're not in a very uplifting mood, so that's what it is today. Well,
1: I mean, and we can't have too many uplifting things when we had an episode all about Bravo. Yeah.
0: What are we going to say? Shit's entertaining. It's our guilty pleasure. I want to hear all the tea. Yes.
1: All right. So, below shout out. Below shout out, baby. Woo! Cassie, what you got for us today? Okay. So, I just posted these sunglasses yesterday. They are so fucking cute. I got the Chelsea's. They are a darker hunter green, super fashionable. But this is a brand New eyewear company called Rem Wears. She's in Buffalo. Um, it's R E M dot That's her Instagram handle. Cutest sunglasses, and she just started this. I think just like a month or so ago. But you have to check them out. They're so freaking stylish. She has some. Sporty ones. She has some super chic ones. She has like the round frames, like more boho style. So freaking cute. And this is a local girl? Yes. Yeah. She actually does the trivias for uh, BB's trivia nights. So she's Beyonce's friend. Yeah. Yep. So it's local, female owned business right in the below. We definitely got to support
0: all our local, especially local female businesses. And yeah, I've actually been on the hunt for a new pair of sunglasses. I have a lot of aviators, but I've been wearing those giant bug sunglasses, I feel like, for 20 years, just because they've always been so popular. But they always look big on my face, and I'm kind of over them. I need something new, and I'm loving the smaller kind of cat eye look.
1: Oh my God, you have to get some, Kathleen. They're so cute. Everybody has to go get some. She has all different sorts of colors. She models them perfectly on her Instagram page. So check her out. R E M dot wears.
0: When you posted that yesterday, I was going crazy over those sunglasses. I'm like, those are so friggin' cute. Well, I'm gonna get mine this weekend. So I'm all set for when this weather finally breaks oh. and we get some sunshine and some warmth. Yes.
1: All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this Bravo drama-filled episode. (laughs) And we, I mean, we did. We love talking about this stuff. And this is also just like a fun little look into, you know, our life instead of being so prim and proper all the time like we are on this podcast.
0: I mean, let's be honest. We are not really that prim and proper in real life, so it's good to just let our hair down and get a little ranty because I got ranty today
1: yeah same it's all good so hopefully you guys enjoyed it make sure to please follow us on apple spotify stitcher or however you listen to us instagram all the goods make sure you rate us five stars write us a review and also
0: check out our website bear and we got our merch main character energy sweatshirts we still have a few left go check them out yeah yeah
1: we love you guys
0: Bye. bye